Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Show. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And today, Corey, we're going to talk about kind of one of those things that you and I like dive deep into every single day. I feel like it's where we actually get our news and our best ideas, and that is podcasting and how podcasting actually might work for a medical practice. Yeah, I mean, um, I know that I've been listening to podcasts for years, and you've been doing the same, and it helps us you know, stay abreast of whatever the latest trends are and news and just you know, entertainment. And um, yeah, we noticed that Lately, it seems like a lot more of our clients and just sort of the industry at large is either starting a podcast or at the very least asking about them. Yeah, seriously, I um, I find I have about a 45 minute to an hour drive to work and I always listen to podcasts in, let's say in the last seven years. But now, I, of course, I like that's what I do on my drive. I listen and I've been trying to mix in audiobooks, and I find audiobooks are slow. They're a little out of date, but a podcast like I. I tune into them like I would the nightly news or anything else. Yeah, I mean, I look forward to my drive time because that's when I'm able to digest whatever the podcast of the day is, whatever the flavor is. Yeah, and so um, let's talk about podcasting because I think our audience, you know, if they're listening to the DMT show on our podcast, then you know exactly what we're talking about. And maybe you want to know a little bit more about how much it costs to put together a podcast or how much time and energy it takes. And let me tell you, spoiler alert, it takes a lot of time and energy. But if you're new to podcasting and you're watching this on the YouTube channel, why don't you give some statistics as to how big podcasting is? Yeah. So according to Statista, almost 60%. Who is she? (laughs) Yeah. It's actually, it was a study that was done uh, in 2020. Um, Almost 60% of all U.S. consumers older than 12 listen to podcasts. Yeah, I believe that because, and I think, like, I'm just, I'm just kind of pontificating on this, but to me, the real turning point was when they installed the podcast player directly onto on your, your iPhone. iPhone. And as soon as that happened and you discovered that was on your home screen, that's kind of when it really took off. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because um, I, I remember a couple of years ago, there was that show Serial that came out, and that was... Um, it was kind of like a cultural kind of phenomenon where everyone was listening to that show. It's sort of like a real murder mystery kind of like, like I remember you would, it. I remember right, you it. Would, you tune in and that's something, you know, you That watch. was great road trip stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah. And it was a series. It was seven episodes. It was it was captivating. Um, and, you know, over the past couple of years, we've just seen the growth kind of explode. And what's what's interesting is. People don't just listen to a podcast. They listen to multiple podcasts. And um, from that same study, they said that 41% of the U.S. population actually listens to podcasts on a monthly basis. Um, I, I know that for me and, and my peer group, it's, it's daily. You know, it's, it's daily intakes. And the uh, level in which podcast is growing, so depending on what age range you're in, and this is why it may be interesting for people that are listening or watching the Dr. Marketing Tip show, um, people that are older than 55 are seeing a ton of growth 
on the, the podcast front. And like you said, a lot of that can be attributed to the fact that the apps are now on the phones and it's just becoming a regular part of day-to-day life. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, so if, if you're a medical practice and you're thinking, I don't even have time to go get a cup of coffee, so how would I even find time to go out there and start my own show or why would I even wanna bother? What are a couple reasons that a healthcare provider or a practice might consider putting together a show? Yeah, I think there's a couple of reasons if you're a healthcare provider, you may want to consider putting together a podcast. Number one, uh, it helps position you as the expert, and that can lead to more referrals. It can lead to, um, you can use it as a patient education tool. You can use it, uh, honestly, just for vanity. You know, we've started a podcast for uh, an IVF client of ours who just wanted to be in the space. He wanted to be the leader and he wanted to be, you know, the kind of the go-to resource and um, yeah, he had a book coming out, mm-hmm. and he needed to grow an audience from a. From, so when you have a book coming out, the publisher needs to see that you have a strong audience. He wanted to grow his audience, and so he started a podcast. Right. It wasn't about. I mean, he did say that you know his referrals came from all over the world, but the reality is he needed to make inroads for his book. And then just this past week, we have a vascular client, newer doctor, and um, he was invited to be on someone's show. And it was a YouTube channel plus a podcast. And he's a vascular surgeon talking about thoracic injuries and, and um, injuries related to high school and college athletes. And the show made it very relevant for him to go on there and make an appearance. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the main reason I would say is that uh, if you want to grow awareness about your practice, then podcasting is a good avenue to go in especially if you're not comfortable doing video. You know, this this is a show where we have an audio and a video element, but you don't necessarily need that if you want to get started. And then if you're just doing the audio side, um, it's relatively easy to produce from a just like technical standpoint. You just need a couple of things to kind of get started. And then the real time suck comes into all of the preparation and then the, the planning and then the post-production to actually go ahead and get this out there and then make it consistent, which is key if you want to be successful. Yeah. And a couple other, um, so outside of like patient education or, you know, possibly referrals, um, I think that pocket, there's a place for podcasting related to physician recruitment. So we've been asked a couple times to, um, paint a picture for potential incoming physicians and podcasting might be one of those avenues that we can do that. Um, And I think there's, and we've actually talked to some practices about this before, there might be for a larger practice an opportunity to do a podcast, even if it's a series. So I think there's a difference between a ongoing podcast like the Dr. Marketing Tip Show, um, which is like 290 episodes, or you know, maybe a 10 part series, like a season one that you could use to indoctrinate employees on the culture of your practice or something that you're trying to focus on. Yeah, I love the idea of creating a podcast if you're a larger practice or even a health system and you create a podcast for onboarding. Yes. And it's like you said, it's a way to indoctrinate those employees. But if you can create a series that is used for onboarding. It's let's say eight episodes, ten minutes a piece. Let me tell you this: the history of our practice, how we got started. These are our specialties. Telling those cool stories, things We're, of that nature. Yeah, and that, that's a great way because then your new employees can listen to that on their drive in, yeah. whenever it's convenient for them, and it doesn't take you know 
let's say the three hours that it takes to onboard a new employee, you could give this to them instead or in addition to, you know, it's just another way for them to hear the story of the practice and feel like they're a part of that team. And it, it kind of goes back to, you know, we, we always advocate for creating a piece of content that you can recycle. If you do video content that you end up putting on your intranet or sharing with employees anyway, you could, if you set it up right, you could turn that content into a podcast. So then your new employees or your new hires or whomever, they could choose the way they want to receive that information. And um, that way you've got all your bases covered. Right, yeah. And I mean, it works for, um, it, like I said, it works for practices, it can work for health systems, it can work for associations and groups. Um, you know, we help produce a podcast for a national association. They wanted to really focus in on innovation. They've been doing that uh, since November of 2021. They've got several thousand listens. And actually, I, I was just talking to the host uh, like two or three days ago, and she was saying that um, she's starting to get contacts and um, requests from other associations and health systems and uh, medical schools that want to talk to her. Um, so, you know, it just opens up these doors that you, you don't even think mm -hmm. about when you're producing the show. So, for example, if you are a local provider and you're just kind of doing this for referrals, um, that's great, but it may lead to other opportunities. And that's one of the benefits of, of having, you know, a, this this piece of content that doesn't really have any geographic limitations. Well, I would even go like, so I'm, a, let's say I'm a young doctor and I'm starting out, you know, I come into a community, let's say I'm, um, let's say I'm at, in like, like Boynton Bay, Idaho. I don't even know if that's a real place. And Sounds I'm in Boynton Bay, Idaho, and I create a show that's like healthy living Boynton Bay, Idaho, or like living large in retirement. And I'm the host of a show and I go out there and find other doctors that are PCPs that might be referring to me. And we talk about each week, we talk about, you know, those healthy things that retirees should be thinking about so that they can address any kind of chronic illness and they can live out their golden years. And I'm the host as the local orthopedic surgeon talking about, you know, staying active. And I'm working with all my referral partners and my community partners and my schools. And they're the guests on my show each week. And that's how you do it. Right, and, and what that does is a couple of things. One, because you're the host in that scenario, that positions you as the authority, you're the go-to, but it gives you a chance to talk to all these other referral yes. partners or potential partners. Build relationships. And you're not asking for anything, right? You're not asking for a sale or anything. You're, you're just having this conversation, you're getting to know them. And um, that's one of the, the benefits of podcasting too, is you obviously there's the element where you're recording, but when you're dealing with a guest, you know, you're talking to them 10, 15, 20 minutes beforehand, maybe you have a meeting or two even before that just to get everybody prepped and on the same page. That's a relationship you may not have otherwise. Yeah, right? absolutely. So I think, I think you know, just straight up, I'm a doctor, should I be podcasting? Meh, but let's look at about different ways to market and ways that are real differentiators that other practices aren't doing. And if you look at it through that lens, there might be some real opportunities. Absolutely. And, and the thing that I would say to remember as you're doing this, um, it's relatively, like I said, it's a little bit, uh, it, it's easy to get started. The hard part is being consistent. I agree. And growth comes from the consistency because it's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. When you want to really see this thing through, if you're not doing one of those small kind of seasons or series like we talked about, if you want to do something that's ongoing, 
then there's a serious time commitment that comes with that. Um, but it's it's worth it. it. It does pay off. We know that firsthand from this show and from producing, I don't know, the other five or six, eight. Yeah. I don't even know how many we produce I at this point. I love to... St- I don't really want to relish in the fact that when I'm right, but you know, I remember <laughs> when I said to you, I want to do a podcast, mm-hmm. and you're like, what are we going to do? And you didn't necessarily... You were like, okay, whatever. You rolled with it because sure. you're a good sport. But the reality is... There were many times where I thought we were going to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And it used to be weekly, and then we did it bi-weekly. And then once in a while, we did it monthly. And now we're back to a bi-weekly schedule, and we've been pretty religious. I think we're around 290 episodes, give or take. But honestly, I think we have a few more that just got lost when we switched over podcast um, hosting services. But with that said, you know, we, when we look at every year at the end of the year, we look at where our clients came from. You know, a lot of our new referrals came from the show. And the best part about them, with the difference between us like going after like a cold sale or using like an AdWords campaign to bring somebody in versus somebody that comes through the podcast, they're already totally on board with our method because they get to know us in the show. And so I know it works. Um, you know, we're an agency. It's a little different than a medical practice. But sometimes you just have to look at what's happening in another industry and make it work for you. Yeah, I know that it works because we were at a conference and someone said that they were a fan. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know I was there. But yeah, that's, that's great. great. It was fantastic. That's so. great. And I remember we pulled some stats. I didn't pull them for this this episode unless you did. Mm-hmm. But like at one point we had like 75,000 listens. Mm-hmm. And you can see geographically where those listens are coming from and who's paying attention to you. And um, it's just interesting data. Yeah, it is. So shout out to Houston for being like our number two city yeah, in the knew? U.S. Yeah, those three people listening there. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, it's been a, it's 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 been good. And I think um, you might know this. What was our number one episode? Oh, off the top of my head, I I don't. Not know our I, first one. Our top one. Our top episode. It's about getting your doctor on the on news. On the news, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with PR. It's about okay. getting your doctor yeah. on the news. It was a PR piece, which is interesting. It's not about digital. Yeah. It was more about traditional, mm-hmm. and it was it was top quality. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think, again, going back to kind of what we were saying at the beginning, if, if you're doing this for the, the right reason and you're providing information and you're positioning yourself as the authority, then it, it can be a great resource for a practice of any size all the way up to, like, like we said, a health system or something even larger than that. Yeah, so another show that we do is the Healthcare Leadership Podcast. That's where I'm the host on that one. But that's actually a company who came to us to start the show for them. They use it as a referral source. So they have a very large database of individuals who they take the episodes that I produce send them out to the individuals, and then we write long-form content for their website, and then they have search-friendly content on their website that they're able to slice and dice all from the one show, and they've said that it's also bringing leads in for them. Yep, they've been able to close deals because of that. They've seen an uptick in traffic onto their website because of that. Um, And then word of mouth, you know, as they're working through their deal process, people say, oh yeah, I saw the podcast, or I've listened to the podcast. So you know, it's one of those things where the, the piece of content can be reused in multiple ways. And then you hear about it in all of the benefits um, through different parts of the sales cycle. So that's really cool to see. Yeah. And I think, you know, if, if you're considering starting a show, maybe start by being on some shows. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a great. As somebody who, who's been on a lot of shows, I find that it's more work for me to be a guest than it is to be a host. Um, 
it's just more work because you have to learn the different shows and things like that. And so, you know, knowing that um, I would rather be the host versus being the guest because it's just more work. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And if you start out as a guest where you put yourself to the point where you have to prepare and you have to do that work, um, you know what goes into that. And then you can kind of figure out what makes a good show and what makes a good guest. And, and then when you do start a show, you turn that around and you can use that knowledge to make your show that much better. Absolutely. So I think if someone wants to get started, I would kind of consider what type of show you want. Is it going to be an interview show? Is it going to be just, you know, two people from your office kind of talking? You have to make that decision. And then, you know, you need to get some show art together. It's really easy to get the show on the major podcasting services. You know, it's pretty much a format you follow. Follow the checklist and you'll get up on all of those. Um, editing usually takes, I don't know, four hours or so, even with like without bloopers, which like we're pretty good at it. It still takes about four hours for them to get through it. I would say per episode, you're looking at six to eight hours of true time from the start to finish. And so if you're listening to this, keep that in mind that you probably should, you know, budget for about 10 hours of somebody's time to build each episode. Right. And, and again, when we were talking about what the episode entails, every episode, that's the planning beforehand, the actual recording, the post-production. Scheduling, everything. Scheduling, mm -hmm. writing the show notes so you have that search-friendly piece of content. So there's a lot more that goes into it than just, you know, the, the 20 to 30 minutes of the actual recording piece that you hear. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you can also be, you know, in the future, you can think about sponsors for your show. Sure. And you know that podcasting is completely legit because now they have found ways to monetize it. You know, now you have subscription services for podcasts. You have podcast networks that um, are mainstream networks that are now, you know, you can become under the health umbrella, under the Vox umbrella, under the Wall Street Journal umbrella, you name it. Yep, absolutely. And, and for people that are getting started, um, I, I would say go in with a plan. You know, don't, don't just think, well, I'll wing it and I'll figure it out every Wednesday and record no, on a Thursday, won't. it's not going to work like that. So if you go in with that mentality, you're not going to make it past four or five episodes. Yeah, but I think it's worth taking a shot and it really, I mean, it's one of those things and at the very least, it doesn't take off, no harm, no foul. You've got some great experience, you've met some great people and you're better for it at the end of it. And you get to say you hosted a podcast. There you go. So with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tip Show. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.